0: Good morning, it's Sharon Huckle, and we're on episode three of The Pretty Smart Stylist. And it's actually day four of this little challenge that I've given myself and been recommended to do by a course that I'm taking. Um, But life got in the way. There was uh, a hospital visit and a a young son, uh, not that young, actually almost 16, (laughs) my youngest son, uh, needed his mama uh, the last few days. So things had to be put on hold and I did talk about that in the last episode because I had to re-record that one too because we had some technical glitches which forced that one to lose its audio, which is kind of, you know, the thing. So anyway, I um, need to record three today, so I'm trying to do that before I go to work this morning. Um, We work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in our salon, so we work 10 to 8, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 9 to 3 on Saturday, so... um, while it seems like uh, nice to work four days a week, we do try to cram in almost 40 hours of work in those four days. And, um, so lots has to get done, but I do find actually that to be a really productive schedule for me. And, um, if you did listen to p- episode two, um, I was talking about making choices and taking chances and so that you could make some change. Uh, so we a few years back, actually, we made a a choice in the summer to uh, rearrange our schedule that way. So, uh, the BJ, the woman I work with, she uh, rides horses and she started that at age 58 and is now 66 and still rides horses like two, three days a week, which I think is amazing. She's such a, such a a marvel to me, that woman. Anyway, uh, I'll talk about my love affair with my BJ afterwards. Uh, anyway, I do, I do find her to be quite amazing. So uh, anyway, where, where I was going with that was we made a choice to adjust our schedule. And that was a little bit scary as it can be sometimes for people. And as hairstylists, we kind of get into this business to be, um, because we think it's going to be a flexible schedule. And then you do find yourself being a bit rigid with it because you know that you should be working evenings and weekends. And, um, I still do. I do find that to be a, a good time, but I went from five days a week to four days a week because I had so many other things going on in my life that I really felt I wasn't being as focused, um, trying to separate, like trying to do stuff before and after work all the time, although I, I still do that. But when I have that Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I try to take Sunday off as a day of rest, although as an entrepreneur that doesn't always happen, but I at least kind of allow myself that option. And if I feel like doing work, that's okay. Um, but the Monday and Tuesday those are super productive days for me, um even just in reorganizing the house and cleaning the house at one time it was doing a lot of baking for the cafe when we had that. I do love to bake, and I would bid big batch bake on those days um now those are days that I dedicate to the coursework that I'm doing, and um, I feel like I can get a lot of stuff done on those days and really be able to focus on that and give myself time to take some breaks as well because those are also important. And then on the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm really dedicated and focused to client customer care, you know, Um, making sure those clients are my number one focus and not having to worry about the other things so much because I, I do have time set aside for that. So, I guess this episode is turning into a bit of a time management recommendation (laughs) Um, because productivity is really important. When you feel like you're spinning your wheels, and we all do from time to time, and some people live in a constant state of that, um, it's time to pull back and figure out what is the most important thing to be doing with your time. We all only have 24 hours in a day, and... I've always said, so fortunately, I'm not one of those people that needs a lot of sleep. Um, and it, that's a good thing because, honestly, I think I've had one eight-hour sleep in 20 years. No exaggeration. I actually almost, like, remember the, the morning I woke up and thought, I slept a full eight hours. I haven't done that in so long. I can't even remember when the last time I did that. Um, but I'm okay because I'm actually quite high energy. And I don't get to, unless life gets really, like, heavy-duty, um... I feel like I'm usually pretty good with about five, six hours. And that's kind of five, six, on like five, six interrupted hours of sleep because there's lots of things that wake us up in the middle of the night. Um, and that's okay. I don't actually try. I try not to focus on my lack of sleep. Um, I know for certain bodies that is a really important thing. Um, for me, I haven't, because I sort of knew I was signing up for parenthood um, like almost 20 years ago, I didn't make sleep a big focus, right? But what I did was know that when I was allowing myself to rest, I was really trying to allow that to actually happen. And it was okay to take breaks and rest. And that didn't mean I was quitting or giving up. Um, Our body does need to rest and it needs periods of of mind rest as well. Sometimes I know it can be really difficult to turn your brain off at night and um, that makes you not get the sleep that you need so I feel like when I do get some sleep at least those few hours a night I'm getting sort of good quality sleep because I've done the things that I know work for me in particular to release that and allow the body to rest and then not thinking about it too much after that like oh I'm so tired I didn't get sleep I try not to say that too much because then I feel like that adds to the story and increases your your tiredness um And that kind of comes into a a fake it till you make it sort of idea. And sometimes I like that phrase and sometimes I don't. Um, But there were plenty of times where I had to go to the salon. didn't matter if I got any sleep at all and still perform, right? Still had to do good hair, still had to engage with my clients, still had to make them feel good and not make any mistakes, right? So sleep never was the ingredient that I needed to make the recipe of success. (laughs) Um, obviously it's important, but it it can't be the main thing for me. So that was a decision I made to not let sleep, whether I got it or not impact the next day too much. Um, so in terms of productivity, the things that I know I need to do, um, are fill my cup, right? So sleep is one way I fill my cup right other ways are are listening to things that are more positive so when you're hearing negative things um either from your own mind or other people's mouths um that can really wear you down more than lack of sleep i think so if you don't like the dialogue that you're hearing in your own brain listen to some other somebody else's good words Right, So whether it's like podcasts like this or just even reading quotes online, you can always look up wonderful things on the internet um, that'll help motivate you. And that was actually sort of how this <laughs> podcast and how I've started the yesterday's as well and how I'll get inspiration for many more, I'm sure, is that I just find something on Pinterest that strikes a chord and kind of resonates with me. And uh, the one that was today was just a cute little you know, speech bubble that said, hey, in case nobody told you today, um, the the small amounts of progress you're making really, ma- really matter, right? They're making a difference. Um, so some days you don't feel like you did a whole lot and you get a little bit down on yourself on your progress or you didn't do everything that was on your to-do list. And I've been trying lately to... Um, end up with less to-dos and more ta-da's. And I do have a huge to-do list. And sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming. And my husband likes to make fun of me because and he, he made fun of me in front of my sister um, one day and said, Sharon likes to put things on her to-do list that she's already done just so she can cross them off. And my, my wonderful sister said, uh, yeah, what's wrong with that? So that's that was good to be acknowledged, that that's actually a good thing. It's okay to write things you've already done on your to-do list so that you can make them a ta-da, I did it, um, and see that progress. Even if it was a little thing like you cleaned out a drawer or you wiped the kitchen counter or you redid your podcast episode that disappeared, you know, whatever, just those little things that you can cross off. They those little bits of progress are making a difference and they're helping you get in the habit of increasing your productivity and it's not always in the doing it's in the being so yeah sometimes you have to spend a little bit of extra time getting your mind in the right place in order to be accomplishing those things um whether we do see a lot of mental health issues these days and we all have the capacity to go down that no no dark dark road um I came closer to that than I ever have before in this past year and my whole family has like it's been uh, a real struggle for my kids and my definitely my husband he was actually affected the worst um but of course we were affected by his mood too I mean you do your mood ends up spreading right um and certainly not blaming him for that but uh yeah we were impact- we were definitely impacted by it and of course his mood and his behaviors were things that we had to deal with on top of everything else that was happening in our lives so i did have to check myself a lot um because it would have been really easy to slip down that same you know slippery slide of of depression that uh, he was finding himself in and um i wanted to be the light you know one of my friends said that to me a long time ago um, because when you when you 're not sure of how to help somebody who 's important to you um, it's it 's not necessarily in the doing it 's in the being right and what that meant to me, and she said this to me, Sharon, be the light you know um, he 'll either be repelled by it or he 'll be attracted to it, but either way, you will be okay and i 've heard that in in many different uh, resources that I 've tapped into when things got tough you know you got to heal yourself first and then everything else will get better and when i first heard that i didn't understand it exactly because i'm like well i'm not the one with the problem but um what it means is you have to nurture your own self and gain gather your own strength so that you can help them it's like the the oxygen mask dropping down in the in the airplane You know, you're supposed to put it on yourself first before you help your child even. And I know that goes against your instinct a lot of the time. Of course, you want to help your child first. Um, But if you pass out, then you're no good to anybody, right? So um, really that the last couple of years have been really about trying to take care of myself so that I can still take care of everybody else who needed me. And a lot of people need me. I mean, not just my customers or my children, my husband, but other people around. You never know what the little thing that you say, how it's going to impact somebody, right? That one little thing. And I, I know I've been blessed with that in my own life. Sometimes a person will say one thing and it sticks with you forever. And then, you know, someone could be talking your ear off forever and you don't remember a damn thing, Right. <laughs> Um, but it's those little things. So be the light. And I've said that over and over to myself, Sharon, be the light. And then I've had to like, almost instantly when I say that my, my heart goes light, you know, the heaviness in my heart kind of instantly, almost instantly, it's kind of a crazy thing. It, it lightens. And so even just saying that one little line, be the light, be the light, be the light, um, has a, a physical impact on me and I'm sure it's more mental as well but I can almost feel my heart go soft and that's actually been a really good thing in my life and I know some people, you'll always hear two sides of every story, right? Two sides of contrary contrary to advice, right? So I actually love it when my heart is soft and I don't see that as a sign of weakness I see that as a sign of strength And when I soften my heart and use compassion and understanding and forgiveness instead of letting my heart go cold and hard and, um, you know, rejecting and, you know, being hard and tough and, you know, that is actually, it's not in my nature and it's not, I don't feel good when I'm in that place. And, um, some may, may think that's weak, but I, I don't actually, I totally see that as a position of strength. And, um, in the times that I've had to, to let my heart be soft and allow my heart to be soft and encourage my heart to be soft, more good has come. Right? So I have no idea what that has to do with productivity. Again, these are stream of consciousness podcasts. So if you find that hard to listen to, I'm, this is not going to be the podcast for you in future episodes. When I get my life more organized, these may become more organized. Um, But For right now, I am totally going off the cuff. I'm sitting here in my jammies with my cat on my lap, recording episode three, which should actually be four, but had to come after I re-recorded number two. So, you know, life is not organized, people. It is messy. So we have to kind of go with the flow sometimes. And I guess I could loop this around to productivity, that if you actually allow yourself to flow a little bit more like a river, um, there will be times where you can rush and there will be times when you need to meander. And uh, this today, this podcast is a meandering podcast. But I'm still being productive, if you know what I'm saying. It's still getting done. And hopefully it's still helpful to somebody out there because you'll probably relate to this and recognize these patterns in your own life. And the ability to be a little bit flowy and flexible uh, will serve you well in the long run. So getting back to time management, I'm trying to use this little window of opportunity I have uh, wisely to have some tea. I'm going to take a sip right now. I won't slurp it. Um, I'm also taking this moment to try to organize my thoughts and get ready for my day and project what I want this day to be like in the salon. It's going to be a busy one. And that always makes me happy. Um, I'm also taking this moment to enjoy the fact that there's a a sleeping kitty cat on my lap. Um, we've gotten this new kitten recently. Um, wasn't expected, but certainly was a surprise and a delight. He's so lovable, so of course I want to take all these moments to soak up the kitty love, right? Because even that gives you good energy. Um, so recognizing that it's okay to sit there, um, and not necessarily be productive, but sit there and enjoy enjoy those sweet moments of a cat purring on your lap. And you may not be a cat person. Obviously, I am. My salon is called the Cat's Meow. Um, and I, I now have three cats and again, not intentional, but we're trying to make it work. The other two are not really that happy about this new little kitten who's come along. The hissing has, um, subsided today a little bit, but I'm sure it won't go away completely for a while. And, uh, they're making adjustments too. He's made a choice to move in, and we made a choice to let him move in. And it's funny because they've made a choice to spend more time outdoors, and luckily the weather's nice. But it was kind of a bad move on their part because he has totally taken over the house now. So, anyway, we'll see how the power struggle uh, unfolds in the household. Anyway, um, so the, my point was that all of these moments are important, right? And you don't always have to be doing something, although I am, I feel like I'm accomplishing something right now. I'm accomplishing the goal of podcasting three hundred sixty-five days a year. Um, I've I got derailed and I got derailed early on, which I wasn't expecting. My my second podcast didn't work for some reason. I I put it out there and there was no audio. And I know I blathered on about something for a good thirty minutes there. So there was some good stuff in there, but of course now a few days have passed and I can't remember all of it. So episode two point one was different than 2.0 but that that's okay it doesn't matter so here we are again now we're in episode three and I'm trying to talk about productivity and time management and also making progress, right? So this is progress. Yay. Um, So whatever you do today, try to recognize the small wins, right? It it is a small win that I've actually got a few moments here to enjoy my tea and have a cat on my lap while I'm still getting things done. I love it when you can have uh, a multitask moment that actually is totally effective. So here we go. A lot of people say you can't multitask. I, I believe you can. I mean, don't take on too much, but you can do a couple things at once. You can really enjoy your cat sitting on your lap. He's so adorable and still have a, a worthwhile podcast, I'm hoping. <laughs> right? Hopefully this is helpful to somebody. Uh, the rest of my day will be more structured, of course um like as soon as i finish with this i am going to go get myself beautified uh and even that right that ritual of doing my hair and doing my makeup may seem vain to some but i find it's a really important step in helping me be more productive and you know sometimes i have you know a long time to get ready not a long time. I never have a long time. Who am I kidding? Sometimes I have a longer time to get ready, maybe half an hour to get ready. Other times I only got 15 minutes. So over the years, I have learned how to do my hair and my makeup really fast. And sometimes on those days, things look better. And, oh, I've got a sick boy at home here. He just opened the door of his bedroom. He was part of the reason why I didn't get my podcasts, um, recorded the other day he's got a bad ear infection and he's suffering and I had to take him to the hospital and so my good intentions of doing the podcast and a coaching call that was part of one of my courses uh, just didn't happen because my role as a mama took over and that became more important to me and throughout life you're going to have to make those decisions what is more important to you so luckily he's a big boy, right? he's sixteen, six feet tall, but um he still needs his mama. So, uh although he can take care of a lot of things himself, I'm glad he still wants me to be in his life and be there for him when he's not feeling good. So I actually spent um yesterday evening lulling him to sleep, reading kid books, you know, like literally books that we used to read when we when he was a, a little boy and that that made my heart light, right? Made my heart soft. And so it was worth getting behind on the podcast for, I made that conscious decision and, um, because life made a different decision for me and that's okay. I feel like empowered by that. Um, nobody's going to really miss out on this really. (laughs) I don't think (laughs) my crazy ramblings, uh, so Throughout today, my the rest of my day, after I get my hair and makeup done and get dressed all in black, because I made that conscious decision to, to only wear black because it simplifies my life. Um, I'll get dressed very quickly. I will make lunch quickly because that's another decision that we've made in our salon that has increased our productivity. And um, BJ is in charge of breakfast, and I'm in charge of lunch. So she makes breakfast every day and we enjoy that time together to kind of powwow before the start of our day. And we, we, you know, we talk about all kinds of things and sometimes it's what we need to get done in the day. Sometimes it's what happened the night before. Um, There were moments in my life where uh, I was bawling my eyes out during that powwow <laughs> and needed to release that so that I could get on with the day and do the, the tasks at hand, which was customer care, right? looking after my wonderful clients. And um, so she's in charge of breakfast. I'm in charge of lunch. And sometimes lunch happens at the allotted time, and sometimes it happens <laughs> Um to be while I'm mixing color uh, because lunch disappeared right the lunch break and you know that's that's okay I've I've grown accustomed to that it's not ideal but it's okay as long as I eat because I am one of those people that I need food way more than I need sleep (laughs) Uh, you you feed me and tell me I'm pretty is way more than let me have eight hours of sleep so um, I've come to know that about myself food has to be available Uh, which is why I'm not very good with diets. I have good intentions, um, but I I really can't diet. Food has actually been one of the greatest pleasures of my life, and um, even before I married Tim, he was not a chef when I uh, met him, Um, but my previous boyfriend had been (laughs) a chef, so um, Tim had some, you know, he he probably had got pushed into it a little bit. by my needs um so that's okay I also am a good cook I love to cook I love to bake um and that is a great pleasure for me in my life and I used to do actually all the baking for um our our restaurant and our cafe and our catering um as well as make some of the ingredients that had to go in the ice cream like the brownies and the cookie dough and stuff that was all handmade by me and people are like, How do you do it all? And I, I don't watch T V much, which is a big thing for me. I i never I didn't grow up with the T V and um well we we had them on and off growing up. But it was often a punishment to pull the cable. And I was the youngest of four kids and so somebody was like almost always in trouble and you know, with four kids, somebody's getting trouble. And the cable got pulled a lot. And I I know my parents went through periods where they couldn't afford it or whatever. So that was an extra item they wiped from the budget list. Um, so I just got used to not watching much TV and, uh, I'm an artsy kind of kid, artsy kind of adult. I also like to paint and draw and make stuff, make crafts. Um, so I spend my time doing that kind of stuff as well. Um, and not watching TV. I only watch TV when I'm really tired and want to kind of hang out on a couch with my kids nearby. Um and it's not really usually TV, it's a movie or or just like a pre-recorded episode of something short. That's cuz sometimes that's all I have the attention span for. Um so productivity-wise that works well for me, but I do spend a lot of time on Pinterest, I have to admit, but even Pinterest, I feel like that's productivity because I'm pinning things that I want to get done. I do pin a lot of recipes and I make them. Um, I do pin a lot of uh, decor ideas because we're in the midst of opening um, a boutique hotel, so we're going to need to get that beautified soon. Um, of course I pin a lot of hair and makeup stuff cause I'm obsessed. Um, and so I, I pin all kinds of stuff. It, I actually have almost panic attacks about thinking of if, if Pinterest ever disappeared, that would be hours of my life just gone, <laughs> like thousands of hours. Um, but I try to justify that in terms of productivity. And I've actually signed up for a course about how to make Pinterest even more productive for yourself since I am spending so much time on there. Um, and not that I want to take the fun away of Pinterest, um, but I do feel like, I want to spend some quality hours on that little hobby of mine. And uh, my cat's playing with my hand. She'd bite me. And that's a bit of a distraction, but it's it's a pleasant one, as long as she doesn't bite too hard. He, he, it's actually a boy. Um, He's so friggin' cute. Uh, But I have this tendency to want to call cats girls all the time, even when they're boys. So he's a boy, and we actually decided to call him Morley um, after my husband's dad who passed away last year, because he is bringing lots of love and light back into our lives. So that was an ode to Tim's wonderful, lovely father who passed away. Um, anyway, so back to time management. So my schedule obviously at work is fairly set, right? Not carved in stone for sure, because things happen throughout the day that make it, uh, have to be fluid but we work on time standards there for sure and especially after 20 years in the industry I pretty much know how long it takes me to do each each thing um if I get behind I do get a little bit anxious sometimes BJ can attest to that I know I've uh, cranked at her a couple of times which isn't nice so I don't like to do it and I apologize immediately afterwards cuz god knows that woman has put up with enough of my bullshit um, what we do, uh, it's good to find someone who really you, who knows you well enough and understands you um, and also is a lot like you. We are both totally OCD and clean freaks, and, and that works out so beautifully at the salon. Um, but uh, I try not to get behind um i try to do things throughout the day to to help catch me up and sometimes it's a miracle how that happens because we're all given 24 hours in the day but some people can be so hugely productive in that time and i like to think i am um and uh sometimes I, i don't even know how i do it it's a miracle and some some days i don't know how i get so far behind so anyway, that's just a lesson you learn as you get older and wiser, I guess. Um, that, you know, you make every moment count, right? So uh, today I think is actually going to be a fairly straightforward day. There shouldn't be too many glitches in the day. And um, we'll work on that. And then I'll be home like 8 o'clock. And at that point, actually, I'll be making dinner. So I'm, so I'm one of those like more like a European, I guess, I eat a late dinner because that's what my schedule has has been like um, on the nights that I work till 8, 8 thirty, nine o'clock at night, I'll come home and I sometimes make a full meal. Like I like to cook, so that's okay. And it's relaxing to me. Um, and I know I'm sure it's horrible for my body to go to bed with uh, that kind of food sitting in my stomach, but, um, usually I do stay up quite late because that is another period of work for me often. Um, even if it's just pinning stuff on Pinterest, I am looking at that as, um, stuff that I'm doing to help my brain get more organized, and often I'm writing lists at night of things I have to do for the the, the next day, the next few days. Um, so today I'm trying to record three podcasts today um, because I've got to catch up, and I may even try to do a fourth because I'm supposed to be having a girls weekend at my trailer this week weekend, and I want to spend some time relaxing there. I will, of course, have my phone with me, so I might actually go for a walk by myself and and record something there, too. I'm just going to see what happens. That is part of the exercise of this 365 days of podcasting is that I'm going to exercise my right (laughs) because it's not podcast and I can do what I want um, to be fluid in that and, and sort of take the days as they come and base my podcasts around what's happening in that moment. I will plan some of it and I will script some of these podcasts but for the most part I want them to be a little bit more spontaneous and go where the the mood strikes me or the brain wave hits right Um, and, and that's a way of being productive as well right because I've got all of these thoughts in my head and there is a need to get them out right So whether it's a bit of journaling that works for you, or a podcast, or a video, or a a list, I like all those things actually. They all work really well for me. Sometimes I like to handwrite things, sometimes I like to do it on the computer. Um, You have to figure out what thing works for you. And it's okay to try stuff and not have it work. Like Kate and I, we did these bullet journals for a while. They were kind of the big thing. And I thought it would really appeal to me because I like to write things out. And I also like to doodle and draw and make things look pretty. But at some point, that bullet journal, I still have it somewhere, but it got abandoned. And, you know, I could feel this twinge of guilt about that but i i don't i choose not to i make that conscious choice not to feel guilty about stuff cuz it really is such a useless emotion guilt um i mean obviously if you've done something bad you should feel some remorse but guilt in itself is if there's no um action that comes out of that guilt then it's totally useless like if you're just letting it fester and bother you then don't bother right it's 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 ridiculous um obviously you should feel like if you feel bad about something then then change it up right make a choice and and take a chance if it's if it's taking a chance on apologizing or take a chance and figure out a new system that works for you um the bullet journal it surprised me it did not work it may work again at some other point in my life um but I didn't want to feel guilty about not writing in it every day uh it, we, we do have to work on t- sort of making these positive habits. But if, if things don't work, that's, that's okay to change it up. Try something new. That's what I love about the internet. There's so many cool ideas out there all the time that you can, if this, if this one method isn't working, then somebody else has found a different one that may work for you. So go seek that out. Um, I, I guess I'm just not, rigid enough to to have that daily plan or something. I go, I sometimes write things on, I've got like phone calendars. I've got a paper calendar on the wall that the whole family can see. I've got another one in my purse. And I think what I've discovered about myself is I need to have lots of different methods. And that might make somebody else totally crazy. But for me, it's checks and balances. And I don't get mad if I go days without using one system, as long as there is a system in place that I can tap into because sometimes you don't have your phone with you and you just need to write something on a scrap of paper, right? Sometimes you only have your phone with you and no pen and paper. So that's where the lists happen. So I've got lists on my phone. I've got lists on scraps. I've got lists in my purse. I've got lists on the computer. I've got lists, like I've, I've got a lot going on. Um, but you just have to use the method that works in that moment, right? So right now, podcasting, is going to work for me well, because um, video, which I will also add into my roster here, um, only works on the days where I feel like I would like you to see my face, right? <laughs> and right now I don't have my makeup on, uh, and not that I really care that much about it, but I, I've got bedhead, I'm in my pajamas, you know, that might work for somebody today. It's not working for me. So podcast it is. Woohoo! So I, I've, I've given you a horrible visual. <laughs> Hopefully, you can burn that out of your mind later. <laughs> I might take a video later. Do a video later where you see where me and look a little bit more polished. Um, but that's that. All those things are are part of my day. So this moment in time, I don't look so hot. Um, in another hour, I will have done my hair and makeup and it will be a, a transformation, like a fast one, because of course, I'm blowing the morning doing these podcasts. Um not blowing. I am using this morning to do these podcasts. Uh, so I'm eating up time that I would spend normally getting ready. I did get up a little bit earlier, but not as early as intended because I've been tired because of the, the other things going on in my life, like Caden being sick, right? It's taken some of my energy away. So let's see what time we're at here. How much time we've spent doing this? Uh, oh, I'm already at 34 minutes. Wow. Um, so I'm actually probably gonna wrap this up because if I looked at my clock, I'd probably figure out that I I should really start getting move on. Yeah, like it's 20 to nine, and I BJ's gonna pick me up at 9:15, and I got a lot of things to do in the next <laughs> few minutes here. So today, the thing that I'm gonna say is figure out what makes you productive. And it may not be the thing that makes you productive tomorrow, but for today, figure out the system that you need to do um, you need to incorporate that will help you get a little bit more done today. So for me, again, I have lots of just different systems that will help me get through my day. And um, I'll share more of those on another podcast when I don't have to run. And it's been 35 minutes, so you've probably had just about enough of me because you're not being very productive maybe while you're listening to me ramble on. (laughs) All right, so that was episode three. I'm going to call it something about uh, productivity and time management. And I'm not sure if this was time well spent or time well wasted, but uh, you'll have to decide that for yourself. I hope you have a wonderful day and, uh, hopefully tune in tomorrow. Definitely tune in tomorrow. I gotta do something. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.